Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Tonight, President Biden left the Duchess flabbergasted. <laughs> and Kyle Rittenhouse wishes he kept his dumb ass in the house. Also, a couple guys you may know, Ed Sheeran and Soldier Boy are coming through. You know what time it is. It's time for the God's honest truth. King Nip, talk to him. You gonna meet Charlemagne and like Charlemagne. And respect Charlemagne. And, and you know what I mean? Ruffling feathers. I know his stand. You know what I mean? Charlemagne known for being honest. Oh Lord, Jensen made another one. Yeah. Hey, peace to the planet. I go by the name of Charlemagne the God, but my kinfolk call me Leonard McKelvey. Give me all that energy. Let me get it. Okay. Yo, uh, I got to salute to my niece, DJ Nyla Simone. Yeah. Nyla. Nyla. Over there looking fresh. Now, you know I'm here to call bullshit so you don't step in it. Now, for this first story, I'm not just calling bullshit, I'm smelling it, all right? President Biden greeted the Duchess of Cornwall with a 21-toot salute out his trouser trumpet. I think this anal audio air raid on the royal family might be the loudest statement Biden's made since taking office. See, unlike that infrastructure bill, reports suggest the president's butt cheek screech was neither watered down nor difficult for him to pass, okay? Honestly, if our commander and crack splitter don't get his party in line, the stain on his record gonna be bigger than the one in his drawers. <laughs> Next up, Kyle Rittenhouse. Lord have mercy. Uh, he took the stand this week, and it's clear he was going for Oscar gold. Right there, he was really throwing his back into that performance, okay? Trying real hard to think up something to get those tear ducts going. Probably the Emancipation Proclamation or imagining Idris Elba as 007. I don't know. Now, I'm gonna be honest. I, I almost believe he was actually upset at this point, right? Because he got himself so worked up, he couldn't even throw up his full hell Hitler. Like, he was, he was trying. He couldn't get it up, all right? I know he wants to goose step right out, right out of that witness stand. It's obvious the judge certainly seems to be betting on Crackadile Kyle, all right? He seems so confident in the outcome that the man was literally catching up on cookie recipes during the trial. <laughs> Crackers baking cookies, right? <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. I think the fix is in. And don't nothing get more sympathy in America than crocodile tears. Now, just in time for Veterans Day, Veterans Affairs is rejecting the use of medical marijuana for retired servicemen, despite the research proving its benefits for the community. Uh, I call bullshit on this, all right? America is with... Uh, America is with all the smoke until it's used to put someone at ease, all right? Veterans can't get an ounce of respect or weed in this country, all right? These aren't people who just use weed to get high. These are people who are in serious need of pain management and stress relief because they have PTSD from fighting for our right to smoke on that freedom pack, all right? Besides, most of America's workforce and half of this audience is high right now, okay? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How else would you explain Taco Bell? Like, just think about it. What, what if we put a soft taco on the outside of a hard taco? That's just weed talking, <laughs> all right? 
We can't be a country that claims to love our vets while they suffer in silence. So in honor of Veterans Day and the patriots who have bravely served this country, I call bullshit on American patriotism, all right? What's that, might you ask? Well, as my therapist would say, let's unpack this. <laughs> Fatriotism, defined by the God's Honest Dictionary as a disease, where Americans play patriotic but fail to actually address or acknowledge the real issues that affect our veterans, okay? While fatriots and their former fake president are still, you know, mad about Kaepernick, the true outrage should be the homeless veteran numbers that keep going up and down like my blood pressure when I wake up and check black Twitter, all right? <laughs> Due to the COVID-19 pa pandemic, the government is scrambling to keep over 37,000 veterans off the streets. And by the way, one-third of those homeless veterans are black, all right? Also, the Veterans Administration may not have enough case managers to help vets find housing. And some of these land whores, I mean lords, don't make the process any easier when it's time to rent to a veteran. They are going straight AWOL because they don't want to deal with vets suffering from mental health issues. I, I swear you fake treats are a major pain in the ass. <laughs> a little late night humor, all right? Please, the white people in the control room, that's all, all right? No. If housing wasn't unethical, their health care or lack thereof is, okay? In 2021, around 35% of U.S. veterans say they feel like Veterans Affairs health care is worse than the health care that civilians receive. That's saying a lot because civilian health care ain't shit either, all right? <laughs> Anybody else tired of drinking the ginger ale when you get sick? It does work, though, okay? Uh, I call for a zero-tolerance policy in this so-called patriotic country for allowing veterans to suffer from treatable conditions like PTSD, anger, anxiety, substance abuse, and poverty, okay? The fact that soldiers are surviving deadly wars but returning home and taking their lives due to disregard and neglect is fatriotism at its best, okay? We as a collective cannot let this shit continue on our watch at any time. Not Eastern, Pacific, Central, Military, Hammer, none of it, all right? <laughs> who better? Who better to come to the rescue than the historically abused and misused? At the same time, black military vets are suffering the worst from police brutality in the U.S. The nation's first black defense secretary, General Lloyd Austin, has pledged to combat extremism in the military by fighting hard to rid our ranks of racists. <sighs> and they better because black soldiers have fought and died in every American war, going all the way back to the American Revolution. Black people have been defending a country that has historically not defended them. And their memories live with us, all right? There's too many to name, but I'm gonna salute a few right now. Like Cathay Williams, a former slave who at the age of 17 became the first African-American woman to enlist in the U.S. Army during the Civil War. If about that life was a person, it would be her, because she served, all right? Mulan style. Disguised as a man under the pseudonym Williams Cathay. And even after they found out and honorably discharged her, she suited and booted back up to become the only known female Buffalo soldier, the iconic African-American regime, that's right, who served on the Western frontier following the Civil War. She was about all that action.
And what about Private Henry Johnson, who was a part of the Harlem Hellfighters, an all-African-American unit in World War I? This brother single-handedly fought off more than 20 Germans and saved a fellow soldier from capture, all while injured and armed only with a bolo knife, all right? This man... This man was a real-life superhero. Luke Cage and Blade ain't got nothing on Private Johnson, okay? Side note, Private Johnson is a great porn name, all right? And, and then there's Sergeant First Class Alwyn C. Cash, who served in Iraq, all right? Back in 2005, Sergeant Cash ran into a burning vehicle three times while under enemy fire just so he could rescue trapped soldiers. He refused to be put on a medical evacuation helicopter until all of his wounded men had been flown to safety. Later in the hospital, before he succumbed to his injuries, his first words were, how are my boys? Come on, man. But he has yet to be awarded the Medal of Honor, despite the fact that it's been signed off by everybody, all right? In fact, it was supposed to be awarded to him earlier this year on this date y'all may know, uh, January 6th, okay? Yeah. President Biden, give Sergeant Cash the medal that he deserves. If not, you're full of shit, and you probably already are. That's why your farts smell like that. Now, here's what I think you should get if you have fought for this country. Number one, you deserve free room and board, okay? You deserve a monthly stipend so you can eat and pay your bills. You deserve free health care for your physical and mental health. And free weed. Lots and lots of free weed. Now, when we come back, I'm joined by a veteran of the rap game, Soldier Boy, and I'm going to chop it up with my guy, Ed Sheeran. Don't go anywhere. It's the God's Honest Truth. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to the God's Honest Truth. Tonight, we are introducing a new segment in honor of my next guest. This is Inside the Rapper Studio. He was just rated by Kanye West as one of the top five most influential rappers. And tonight, we celebrate some of his greatest contributions to the culture. Please welcome DeAndre Cortez Way, AKA Soldier Boy, Big Draco. Big Draco. How you doing, Tank? How you doing? Uh, good evening, Mr. Tellum, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna show some of your most iconic moments, and I want you to tell me your motivation, okay? Now, first up, here's a clip of you discussing one of the rappers, one of your, one of your little homies. You may or may have not influenced. Look. The biggest rapper in the world! <laughs> Drake! <laughs> Drake! Drake! What, what was your motivation in that moment? It was all about Drizzy. They, they, they caught me off guard with that question, you know? How was it an off guard question? What you mean, they? It's me. <laughs> Charlotte, you caught me off guard with that statement. Word, word. Now, now, next up, here's some commentary about your upbringing. I was in the street selling crack! <laughs> <laughs> I was in the streets of Atlanta. 
pushing the whites, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. But look, I went from selling weed in the hood to now selling weed in dispensaries. Legally. Hey. I'm a legal trapper. Hey, hey. Legal trapper. Now, uh, finally, you recently responded to uh, the Drink Champs podcast, Salute to Nori, with a question all black parents have asked their sons at least once. Who cut your hair? <laughs> Who cut your hair? What was your motivation in that moment? I mean, Kanye West posted a picture and he just had like scabs all over his head. <laughs> and I'm like, who cut your hair? Yeah, like, valid question. Man. So y'all made up though, he apologized. Yeah, no, we good, we good. Okay. Oh, would you work with him again if he asked you? Yeah, after us talking. At yeah, first, yeah. I was like, man, yo, if Kanye called me again, I'm never gonna do a song with him, like, because it's wasting my time. You yeah. know, I'm working on the album at the same time that you working on the album. So I'm taking away from my album to put work onto your album and for it not to be released. Yeah. You know what I mean? But now, since we talk and we spoke and, and stuff like that, it's cool. I understand, like, everybody creative process isn't the same and every human isn't the same. So now I'm more understandable of what, what happened. And if he still got that haircut, you could bring him one of them Gucci bandanas. Gucci was wearing. Gucci bandana? Yeah, bring him a Gucci bandana to cover the haircut. He need a Gucci, he need a Gucci do-rag. He gotta cover the whole. <laughs> We gotta cover the whole thing up. Now, before you go, I got three final questions for you, all right? These are real quick and to the point. What sound or noise do you hate? The noise that I hate is complaint. Mm. I can't do this, I can't do that. Why, why this not working out for me? Why that's not working out for me? You gotta change how you speak, how you think about things. Don't say that you can't do this. Why this not happening for me? Say, I can do this, this is going to happen for me. That's right, that's right, that's right. Uh, if you could get a feature from any artist, dead or alive, who would it be, Big Draco? I only can pick one. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson. Ooh. Our showrunner Rachel is losing her mind right now. Why Michael Jackson? Why not? It's the best of all time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I don't even need to ask you who's bigger, Drake or Michael Jackson, right? No, oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Now, my final question. What would you like to hear God say to you when you meet him or her? Welcome home, Big Draco. <laughs> <laughs> hey, salute to my guy, Big Draco, for pulling up, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you, First rapper on Inside the Rapper Studio. When we come back, I'm going to build with my guy, Ed Sheeran. So don't go anywhere. It's the God's honest truth. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the God's Honest Truth now. My bruv, Ed Sheeran, came to town, so we had a chin wag in my very own club reparations. Check it out. How does it feel to be a white man uh, being the first person interviewed in a place called Club Reparations? I'm not going to touch that. <laughs> Good answer. Well, congrats on the new album, Equals, man. You know what I'm saying? We got to talk about the, uh, the record's tides on the new album. First bars, the first bars, uh, I have grown up. I am a father now. 
Yeah. But then you say everything has changed when I am the same yeah. somehow. Well, you, you'll know this, man, because you're a dad. I remember holding Lyra for the first time and being like, I, I, you know, you haven't slept. You've, you've just seen the person you love most in the world in the most amount, amount of pain. And um, yeah, it just took a while to, to switch. And I remember just feeling exactly the same for a long time and being like, when do I become a dad? Like, I know I am a dad, but when do I feel like a dad? And it just gradually sort of changes over time. Do you feel love differently now? Because they always say you don't really know what love is until you have children. It's definitely love, but I think it's worry that you feel more. I worry. Like, I, I say in the song, like, I've never been afraid of death. I never, like, ever. I've just been like, okay, what, whatever happens, happens. I, if I die tomorrow, I've, I've had a good life. But I'm terrified of it now, not for me dying, but the fact that Lyra would grow up without a parent. Uh, there's a song on the album called Leave Your Life that, that came about. My friend had passed away and his funeral had happened and I spoke to his daughter and she said, look, he said at the end of every single conversation, I love you. So the last thing he ever said to me was, I love you. Wow. Um, yeah, and I, and I was like, fuck. So I started doing it with my parents, I started doing it with Cherry, and then I suddenly realized my daughter's six months old, she doesn't fucking know. So with the song was basically me trying to create physical evidence that you know, if something happened tomorrow, she would know at 18 years old. There's this song that exists and that I did, you know? You, you're thinking about death too much nowadays, Dad. I, you, said, you said you had some same dream every night, a bullet through my brain the moment that I closed my eyes. Like, I think I've never, that? but the thing is, I've never really thought about death that much because I've never really had anyone die around me. I've had mm -hmm. my grand, I've had my grandparents pass away, but when you're young, everyone's grandparents die. So that's just part of life, and you just go, okay, my grandparents will die one day. But it, honestly, like when when Michael died in March, it really hit home how final life can be. Absolutely. And I've never, I've never ever, and this is this is why the album's called called. Equals and there's butterflies and it's I feel like it's the end of a question and the start of an answer And it's it's all about life and all about death and all about the cycle I, And you're right. I've I am focused on death now because I've had new life entered into My life and then seen a close friend of mine. I didn't even get to say goodbye. He just went and that was it I can't ever say anything to him again and you realize how Fragile life is but also how important life is when when you have a child and I know it's like I'm I I think this will probably be the one album where I focus on it because it's the first time I'd actually properly been through grief or the first time that I'd brought new life into the world. But it's, de it's, definitely, it's definitely the first time I've ever uh, had this, this much of a view of it. You know, I see grief happen around me all, all the time and I, I can uh, connect with it, mm -hmm. but not on, not on the same level as when it actually happens to you. And actually the, the gravity of it is so fucking huge and it just shifts your whole perception of what life is. Are you still having those dreams? The, the, the bullet through the brain yeah, dreams? I started... And what causes that? Like where the bullet coming from? I think like sort of depression runs in genes. Absolutely. I felt it. I've seen other people in my family. I've seen it's it's just a gene that runs through our family, and I didn't really want to write that, or I didn't want to sing that line because I didn't want members of my family to see that and be like, "Oh my God, like we need to sort of have an intervention there." You know, I'm a big therapy proponent. I go to therapy yeah. every week because of those generational curses that run through families. You ever did any therapy? I thought about it. No. I honestly think writing songs is my therapy. Mm -hmm. I write songs every single day and I can't not write songs. I'm not saying I would never go to therapy, but I've never needed to up until this point because I can write lines like that and it makes sense when I put it down. And I think feel like sometimes if I have a really shit day, 
and I feel really down and I pick up a guitar and I write a song and then at the end of it I go, right, well out of that situation I've got this and this is something good and this is something that's going to make my life better. All right, let's walk take a sip of coffee, man. You know what I mean? This is, mate, you've, you've, you've got me to go deeper than fucking <laughs> any other interview. For the full interview, make sure you check us out on YouTube at C the Show. That's C-T-H-A Show. More of the God's Honest Truth when we come back. Queen Nyla, let's get it. <laughs> Welcome back to the God's Honest Truth. I got to salute my guests, Ed Sheeran and Big Soldier, for coming through. And I need y'all to gather around, soldier boys and soldier girls. It's time for the God's Final Word. I know we had a lot of fun with our guests, but remember the major takeaway from tonight's show. Veterans Day and Memorial Day is about more than just putting some meat on the grill. Patriotism has no place in our country. The next time you decide to waste precious time going to war with someone on Twitter over bullshit, remember that there are soldiers lacing their boots, readying themselves to fight real wars against dangers we will never see. They sacrifice their bodies, minds, and lives so freedom for some of us can come easily. If significant progress isn't made for our troops by the government, then it has to start with me and you. Salute to the troops, and that's the God's honest truth. If you're blind, too broke for cable, or just can't get enough of my beautiful voice, this is the perfect way to take in the sermons I'm delivering each week. The doors of the church are open. Listen to the God's Honest Truth on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network, the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.